1: Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke free, spit free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Sick of being upsold at gyms?
6: This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again with new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three of the podcast. Now, I continue to be fascinated by crap teams, like the New England Patriots, for example. Where do the Patriots go now? They had a chance to squeeze back into the race in the AFC East to win a game at Buffalo. They had the game within reach. Could have gone down, made a big play late, won the game, Cam Newton. What did he do? Puked all over the field there, gave the ball up, handing the game to Buffalo, giving up any chance for a game-winning field goal. So what do the Patriots do now? with Cam Newton as their season is spiraling apart. We'll take a look. That and more here in hour number three. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
8: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
7: You had a chance, and you blew it! You had it right there, and you gave it away! What's wrong with you? Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast-to-coast, border to border and beyond as we sermonize the sporting world on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from inside your head, also known as the Geico FSR Studios. We do thank you for joining us. There's a lot of options, although not many overnight, thank God. Uh, But there's a few. There's a few, and we do thank you for finding us. So it was a chilly November's day as the beginning of November got underway in Orchard Park, New York a key game for the Patriots, an opportunity to get back in the AFC East race to prove they are not frauds. And how did that turn out? Well, the game was right there for the taking. It was right there for the picking. The Patriots had matched the Buffalo Bills blow for blow until a backup defensive lineman, a guy by the name of Justin Zimmer. Who? Justin Zimmer, Punched the ball out of Cam Newton's arms, right out of the breadbasket. Fumble! Bug on the rug! It was recovered by safety Dean Marlowe at the Buffalo 13 yard line with 31 seconds left. Game, set, and match. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. As Zach Moss scoring not one but two touchdowns on the ground and the Buffalo Bills, they ran for 190 yards. The stat sheet was even, but they are 6-2. and two. It's the first time the Buffalo Bills have been, with that record, 6-2 and two, since that glorious run in the late 80s and the early 90s when year after year they it was a birthright for the Buffalo Bills and the Bills Mafia, who didn't even exist back then. There was no Bills Mafia, but to get off to a 6-2 and two start. So Buffalo snaps a seven-game skid against their division rival, the Patriots, and beat a Bill Belichick coached New England team for just the sixth time in 41 matchups. Belichick's going to the Hall of Fame on the strength of beating up Buffalo uh, going back to the year 2000. But the better story is where? That's right. The better story is in the losing locker room, so let's focus in on that. New England dropping to 2-5. and The Patriots have now lost four straight for the first time in eight 18 years. 18 years. you got to go all the way back in the way back machine to 2002. I was just a child in 2002. Since the start. All right, maybe I was a little older than a child. But since the start of the 03 season, all right, there had been 284 losing streaks of at least four games. 284, including streaks spanning you know seasons and whatnot, entering Sunday and New England was the only team without a single one. 284 losing streaks of at least four games, and the Patriots not on that list, but now they are on that list. Now they are part of it. And Cam Newton, again, having his problems on the road. Having his problems on the road. Uh, and that that is being kind. That is being kind. Uh, The the key play, the signature play of the game, at the end, Cam Newton had 174 yards passing. He averaged seven yards an attempt. That's average. Didn't have a touchdown pass, did not have an interception. He rumbled and stumbled for 54 yards and a touchdown. But that key mistake at the end, the backbreaker, the backbreaker. Let's hear from Cam Newton in his own words here. And uh, Cam Newton... Mentioning the NFL, it stands for what? What does the
3: NFL stand for, Cam? It's extremely frustrating, but, you know, this, this league is, is not about what have you done before. It's what have have done lately. I understand that this is a production-based league. and You know, Coach preaches each and every day to, to, to protect the football, play smart football. and You know, I'm converting to it outside of this last play. I think that's what makes it just so frustrating being that, you know, you're trying extremely hard, but at the end of the day, when you don't get the results that you want, then what do you do? All right.
7: The the mic, we actually used the Mr. Microphone to record this. We got it on the internet, uh, Mr. Microphone. Uh, But, no, it's the Zoom call. It's the crappy Zoom call. So Cam Newton, though, he screwed up the quote. The quote should have been, as Jerry Glanville said, the NFL stands for not for long if you play like that. And Cam Newton, the clock is a ticking. The clock is a ticking. More on that in a minute. But here is Cam Newton again, pointing out the obvious that he has more to do and a lot more to do if he wants to stick around.
3: It's unacceptable on my part. I know that's just been kind of like a broken record here late. But you nobody know, feels sorry for you know me, and I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I just have to get better and just play 60 minutes of, of premium football. Premium football.
7: Oh, okay. All right, so let us discuss. The question, where do the Patriots go with Cam Newton? Where does Cam Newton go from this point forward? You're a rancid 2-5 and football team. You suck. What do you do? Well, obviously, you go back to the drawing board, but I've got the landmine, chicken feathers, and deadbeats, and we will connect all this together. Now, first of all, Cam Newton, is he on borrowed time? We must bring this up because nobody wanted Cam Newton. He was toxic in the offseason. The only team that was willing to sign Cam Newton is the New England Patriots. And it certainly appears the Patriots are getting closer and closer by the day of getting out of the Cam Newton business. And if nobody else wanted him, and the only team that was willing to take a flyer on Cam Newton was the Patriots, and they're at their wits end with Cam Newton, are we about to see the end of Cam Newton as an NFL quarterback? He has been a walking, talking mistake of late for the Patriots. And this is a brass ring opportunity that has been dropped into the toilet and flushed away. And you talk about a Superman story, right, and Cam Newton playing the role of Superman. All right. Well, uh, this in this Superman movie, Superman steps on booby traps every other play uh, and with opportunities to make. Tom Brady-like hero plays, it appears that Cam Newton forgot to pack the clutch gene with him from Charlotte. He left it back in the Carolinas. Cam Newton doesn't have it. Right? This is a perfect example. The game was right there to either tie or to take the lead with a heroic play in the final second. So what did Cam Newton do? He stepped on the landmine. He stepped on it. Ka-boom goes the Patriots' chances. And Cam Newton, we like this guy. This guy's good for our show. He dresses like a clown. He says crazy things from time to time. He's good for business here. But he has been an abject failure in multiple games so far this season. And had Newton been able to make those Superman plays, those hero plays, those clutch plays, the Patriots, you want to play the woulda, coulda, shoulda game, the Patriots will be sitting at least at 5-2 and two instead of 2-5. and five. Now, what's my evidence? Let's go back. Some of the great moments of Cam Newton as a Patriot. We go back to that game Sunday night football in Seattle. Patriots matriculate the ball all the way down the field to the one-yard line, and Cam Newton gets stuffed right there. Couldn't get the ball across the goal line at the one-yard line. Screws up. Seahawks win that game. Cam Newton, how about the game against Denver? Could not find a wide open to Keel Harry on a key fourth down play. And that allowed Denver to win the game. That was a game that the Patriots played miserably, and Cam Newton was missing open receivers throughout the game. Now, now he added the fumble. In field goal range, right down inside the 15 yard line at the 12 yard line, down three against the Bills. Down three. So instead of drinking Gatorade on the sidelines, Cam Newton is drinking Kryptonite in these big spots. So that's three spots where if Cam Newton makes the hero play, makes the big play, the Patriots are sitting here at 5-2. and But instead, life comes at you fast. They're 2-5. Now, secondly, the Cam Newton Marching and Chowder Society. We used to have that guy in Denver that called up, uh, that went to have the Mallard Chicken Sandwich. I haven't heard from him. Uh, in the last uh, few few weeks, uh, or last week for sure. But Cam Newton, the Cam Newton Marching and Chatter Society is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. It used to be this big, and now it's getting down here. It's just that big. It's very You can't see my fingers, but it's very small. And yet, he still has his advocates. Cam Newton still has the people that say it's not his fault, and they play the devil's advocate game. Million excuses. It's the yeah, but. Yeah, but this. Yeah, but, yeah, but he had COVID. Okay, I got it. He was asymptomatic, though. It's not his fault. Uh, Anything to pass the buck to someone, anyone other than accountability for Cam Newton. Now, to his credit, Cam Newton is not the one doing this. It's the people around him, the hangers-on, the fanboys of Cam Newton who are making all kinds of excuses. Cam hasn't been that guy, and I, I like that. That's good. We hope that continues. But the people around him are like, it can't possibly be as well. They blame the skill players around him: Damon Harris, Rex Burkhead, Jacoby Myers, uh, Dem- what was it, Demir be- Bird, Gunner Osheski, Ryan Izzo. These are the skill players the Patriots have, which is not great. I'm not going to sit here and tell you those are big time players. They're not, but they're all NFL players, and there has to be some checks and balances here. And occasionally, you have to make chicken salad out of chicken feathers. That's the old line from back in the day. You got to make, you get served chicken feathers. You got to make your chicken salad out of it. And rather than sulk and play the victim, boo hoo hoo, play the victim. Don't do that. Go out there and find a way to get it done. When the Patriots were winning early in the season, seems like a lifetime ago, nobody mentioned the skill players, how terrible they were. The media was slobbering all over Cam Newton and, oh, this is the perfect quarterback. There were some dum-dums on television that were telling us that Cam Newton was a better quarterback for the Patriot offense than Tom Brady. Now listen, I thought Cam would be all right. I thought he'd be fine. Uh, Tom Brady, the Tom Brady that showed up the last couple years with the Patriots was not a very good quarterback. He was a middling quarterback. Now, Tom Brady that showed up in Tampa this year has been a rock star. But as far as Cam Newton, now that the Patriots are losing, it's a different song and dance. The same guys that were saying how wonderful Cam Newton is now are like, well, it's his receiver's fault. It's Yeah, but if you only had receivers. If you give him credit when they're winning, doesn't it work the other way where you have to give him the blame when they don't win? Isn't that how that's supposed to work? I think it is, right? Or are we changing things and moving the goalposts? Now, final thought. In spite of his struggles, and there were many, uh, Bill Belichick continues to give a rather tepid endorsement to Cam Newton as his starting quarterback. In fact, he said after the game, he, he said that Cam's our quarterback. That's the way it's been all year. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean it can't change. And this is a Murphy's Law situation, which should be really Maller's law, because when you parse Bill Belichick's words, it sounds like this. It sounds like what Bill Belichick is really saying is that all the other quarterbacks are a bunch of deadbeats, so Cam Newton is keeping the starting job with the Patriots for no other reason than he is the lesser of three evils, that the backup options are Brian Hoyer, and I can't sell Brian Hoyer, and Jared Stidham. Now, we called a couple weeks ago for the benching of Cam Newton in favor of Jared Stidham. You laughed at us. You said no. Uh, But now you look at this and the chances of Stidham playing seem very low at this time unless something changes dramatically because a little birdie tells us that Jared Stidham is living deep, not in the woods, but deep in the doghouse. Arf, arf, arf of Bill Belichick. So the meandering Cam Newton, at least for the time being, is going to soldier on. All right, so he's going to go on. Now, where is the ray of sunshine for the Patriots? Let's take a little peek at the schedule You want to play the schedule game, look at the Patriots' schedule, say, well, they're going to sneak back into this, right? It's the NFL. Everyone sneaks back into it. Buffalo will lose some games they're not supposed to lose. Miami will lose some games they're not supposed to lose. Well, the good news for the Patriots is they have the Jets. That's the good news. Uh that's that should be a gimme. So that gets you to three and five. You just show up, you collect a win, you get to three and five. Then after that, it becomes problematic because they have to play the Ravens. So then you're like, all right, they're gonna lose that, they're three and six. And then they play the Texans, who you should beat, but let's be honest here, the Texans and the Patriots are equals. They both suck. So what are you gonna do in that game? I mean, we can go down the line. It's it's they got the two games with the Jets, which the way the Patriots are playing could be the only two games that they win. So this has the makings of a 4-12 and type deal, unless they get much better very quickly, which doesn't seem likely. Now, on a positive note, though, because I am Benny Brightside, so the Patriots losing all these games at this moment, if the season were to end, the NFL would lose a ton of money, and the Patriots at 2-5. and five, would have the ninth pick in the 2021 draft. They would be slotted number nine in the 2021 draft. Now, meanwhile, let me point out, I, this is not a Bills monologue, but a brief look at the Buffalo Bills. You cannot be feeling too good right now if you're Buffalo. I'll tell you why. That is what's known as a hollow victory. Josh Allen has all of a sudden morphed into the guy that we we uh, ripped him apart for being early in his career, Uh, He's still not that far into his career, but Josh Allen has played like puke for the Buffalo Bills of late. There's no other way to say it. That's just the reality. And the Bills, I don't care how many wins they put up, and they've got a good record here, they're not legit. They're not a team you take seriously, Buffalo, with Josh Allen playing the way he's playing right now. And unless Josh Allen has an intervention and figures things out, forget about it. I mean you talk about going to the app store and needing a bug fix and a performance improvement that is Josh Allen. Cuz we we all remember what he was like the first 4 weeks of the season when he was completing 71% of his passes, averaging almost 9 yards per attempt. He had 12 touchdowns, one interception and a passer rating of 122.7 the first 4 games. The last 4 games, well who is the real Josh Allen? The last 4 games he's completing Less than 63% of his passes, averaging six and a half yards per pass, below average, average is seven, four touchdowns, four interceptions, and a passer rating of 79.1. Josh Allen has been bagged fertilizer the last four weeks. He was a fine wine the first four, and the last four, he's gone away. So, who is the real Josh Allen? I'm I'm thinking he's more the guy we've seen the last four weeks based on his body of work than the guy we saw the first four weeks. What do you think? All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that? It is all for a game here at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Also available on Twitter, at Ben Maller. The Instagram page as well, you can join the show on any of the social media channels, Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox, the Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. You can chime in on any of that. We had a cell phone controversy, a cell phone controversy, and while no one was paying attention, one of the biggest names in sports quietly made a very interesting move. We will get to those stories, and we will do them, and we will do them next.
5: Good morning, good morning. The best part of waking up, it's Ben Maller on the air.
8: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
9: It's Mallor 2020, and you can be heard in the democracy of the Ben Mallor Show. We encourage and welcome the voice of the people. That would be you following the voice of this show on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor, And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny soundbites of the Ben Mallor Show. He's also the keeper of the dump button when you say naughty things like that clown real talk. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Arriba, arriba,
0: arriba. Andale, andale, andale. Epa!
9: He's happy as Raiders won on Sunday. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Alf,
7: the alien opiner, writes and says, Josh Allen is who we thought he was. The main trucker says, Are the Buccaneers receivers making Brady look good or are the Patriot receivers making Newton look bad? Brady's the goat because he knows how to make receivers great if they're healthy, and he's just a genius at the game. Says the main trucker will. Well, here's the problem, though. If you go game by game, the three games the Patriots could have won, you can only blame one of those on the receivers because Cam Newton fumbled in this game against Buffalo. That was a bad job by him. And then he got stuffed at the goal line by the Seattle Seahawks. And so that's not on the receivers. Right? That's on Cam Newton not being able to get it done. Uh, the Burner account says, I must admit, Benjamin, I was a Cam Newton fan. Now he is so hard to watch. Uh, don't let a falling star fall on you. Dude Ohio writes and says, Cam was just a Band-Aid to control the bleeding from TB12 leaving. I'll go out on a limb and say someone named Dak maybe in a Patriot uniform next season. There's a hot take. Uh, yeah. Will he be hopping on one leg? Dude, Ohio, how's that going to work? I don't think anyone's going to pay Dak Prescott a ridiculous amount of money until they see him actually go out in the field and play after cracking his leg in half, I would think. That's just common sense. Let's go to the phones here. Chris in Houston is up next. Hello, Christopher. The worst phone in all of talk radio. Hello, Chris.
3: Oh, screw you, Mala. <laughs> I think I think they got an update, man. I think they updated my phone. I think I'm, think I'm back and rolling again, Mala. Okay. But it, I sound, say, it sounds but better. Thing, it
7: sounds better. But it sounds better before, and then it falls apart. But go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
3: I tell you one thing. I tell you, we can both can agree on: we to get through this week. Period. Just get past this week, man. This is going to be crazy these next couple days. I will be voting for the first time.
7: You've never voted oh, wow. before.
3: Wow. Wait a minute. Well, I never. I never really cared because they never messed with my money. And then, plus I live yeah. in Houston, so <laughs> we
7: don't have to with deal with money. a lot of the stuff. Okay, so and, and and roughly, how old are you, Chris? And you've never voted. This is interesting to me.
3: I'm I'm almost forty. My no. wife's been begging me. Damn! Oh, so. I guess all those commercials said, worked, almost, huh?
7: Yeah. Did, now, said, did you vote? 40. Did you vote because of LeBron or Pete Carroll? Who got you to God. vote? Was it
9: Roger Goodell? All did those, he get you to vote? All those and, damn text messages I've been getting. Oh my no, God. my wife.
7: It's your oh, wife. Oh, my wife. Okay. And yeah, your, does wife your wife they, vote? They, they, does they, she they, Does
3: she vote all the time or is she? Oh, uh, all the time.
7: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Her, her sister her sister works for the attorney general's office on here. So, you know, they, they make a big deal out of it and everything. And, I mean, I live in Texas. I kind of figure, man, it's always going to be a Republican state. They'll never yeah. change that, you know, with the electoral college crap and all that stuff. But you well, know, it's like nice yeah, I live in. in well, it's
7: like me. I live in California. It's a Democratic state, right? So it's not you know you vote for whoever, but you know it's pretty much you know who's going to win. I, I voted on Saturday though. I went and voted. I voted a little early, but I went to the voting. I didn't want to just drop it in a drop box. I like went down there and handed my ballot into the little box thing like it matters. But I'm I
9: doing that on uh, on Monday later today.
7: Are you okay? Yeah. yeah. And there were so many people there. They, they they had overstaffed this voting center I went to. And it was like a, at a Masonic lodge type thing, Freemasons, and so I went in there and they had all these, and there was no one voting. It was like just empty, so I was like the only person in there. It was pretty cool.
3: Yeah. Well, California is totally different from Texas, so I'll see how it is goes when I go in there uh, on Tuesday because they put me down for the third. It doesn't, it doesn't start till the third, so I got to go on election day. So, well, you can because oh, you,
7: you did you register late to vote or something, Chris? Is that why you were late well, to the party?
3: We, well, when I registered. Then they sent me a letter back and said I didn't put my driver's license number down. But I know I did, but I'm guessing they didn't get it. So I had to do it again. So it's kind of like a late register. And they gave me like 10 days to send it back. Yeah. Like, so So okay. I got my card. So that's good and done. I tell you, this football Sunday, man. I mean, that, that Steelers and Ravens game should have been the Sunday night game. But to start off like that, watch that, game, that was a great game to watch. I mean, it was just back and forth, and then you get to the Sunday night well, game. I, I would have like liked, I, I
7: liked it more if the Ravens had covered the spread. I would have enjoyed it more, but I hear Too what bad. you're saying. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I got to tell you, if I'm a Jets player, I'm trying to get up out of there, man. How can you get beat by more than 21 points by the spread? Vegas called it. And they, I mean, Tyreek Hill was waving bye-bye, jumping in the stands. I mean, they was clowning them dudes, man. I mean, Adam Gase should have been left somewhere where in a dark, deep place somewhere. Just no, well, just... no they,
7: want, they want to keep him because this is, the, this is the goal. to get the number one pick, and they keep Adam Gase. They'll get the number one pick. I will tell you, though, if you noticed in that game, if you were flipping that game on expecting to see dominant performance by a certain former Jet running back, L Bell, he, he carried the ball six times for seven yards in that game. Six. Yeah, uh, you think he would have had a ridiculous game because he's playing his old team and no one knows how to tackle on the Jets? But he only he had six carries for seven yards. He did have some, you know, he had a few yards in the passing game, but you know, not that much.
3: Thanks for r- reminding me that I drafted him in my fantasy league. That's a whole another story though, Ben. But you know, uh, that's a really
7: that would have been a, that would have been a great pick like five years ago. That would have been a, four mm-hmm. years and, ago. And that,
3: that great pilot great. story about China, that was wild, Ben. That was wild. Yeah, like, yeah, that was I'm on the podcast. Headsets. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to leave you guys with that. No, go ahead, Eddie. It's
7: your turn. All right, well, look at that. He wants to pull a Marcel and toss it. I would, huh. Before before we do that, though, Avery.
8: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
7: All right, Trucker Joe writes in. He says, I'm 33 years old, and I have never voted as well, and I have no intention on it. It doesn't matter who you vote for. The government is going to put whoever the hell they want in office oh, anyway. That's uh, Trucker Joe. He's not going to vote. Well, to me, <laughs> it, uh, well, listen, I, mean, I know there's a cynical side and big government, and uh, it's the, the government machine. You look at how they've uh, attacked Trump since he's an outsider and all that, not part of the D.C. machine. It's There's some truth in that. But uh, my thing is the, the uh, different – uh, taxes that you can vote on, like to me, I, I don't want my taxes to go up. All these different propositions, like in your local, wherever you live, whatever your state is. At least where I live, every every election they try to jack your your uh, your taxes up one way or another. So I always vote no on all that stuff. That's generally generally how that goes. Uh, so we had a cell phone controversy in the NFL. Sean McDermott, it's in that Buffalo Patriots game. So Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Bills, spotted running off the field using a cell phone while he was walking off the field. Uh, and people were like, what the hell's going on here? He's using the cell phone. He's breaking the rules. You're not supposed to have a personal cell phone on the field. Well, uh, it turns out there's a good explanation. At least we think it's a good explanation. The Because of the COVID protocols, apparently uh, McDermott was calling in to the Buffalo Bills radio, uh, doing his interview, you know, the walk-off-the-field interview before the game or after the game, whatever it is. And so he was using his cell phone because you can't have a sideline reporter on the field. So there's the answer to that. And while no one was paying attention to this, because everyone's watching football, did you see what Giancarlo Stanton?
9: I did, did? see that, yeah.
7: He has opted in to the final seven years, seven years of his contract. The Yankees are now contractually obligated for $218 million over the next seven years for uh, Giancarlo uh, Stanton. Whew. That's a lot of dough. It is. That is a lot of dough for Giancarlo. Usually
9: there's like a one-year option, not a seven-year option, right? Yeah,
7: that was that art dealer guy in Miami that owned the Marlins that gave him that huge contract and had the be out because he, he signed that with the Marlins. Remember, because there was a question whether we want to stay in Miami, and he's an LA guy, but he clearly likes playing in New York. The good thing about Giancarlo, he'll hit massive home runs, and he will—he couldn't even make it through a sixty-game yeah, season. He get hurt year. every year. Yeah, he only played twenty-three out of the sixty games in a sixty-game—you know—two uh, months. He could only play less than half the games. And it's weird because he's had some years. We had a year in Miami and a year with the Yankees where he played over 158 games, 159 games. But most of the time, he's missing a month or two or more. Uh, it's just been the Mike way it goes. Mike
4: Stanton, who went to school with... Uh, uh, right lead, down the street. Lead the, yeah, Lead the Lap, producer here at Fox Sports Radio.
7: One of our... Pro- yeah, he went to high school. Lee went to high school in uh, Sh- at Notre, Notre Dame, Dame High School. Yeah. Sherman Oaks. In uh, Sherman Oaks, part of uh, Los Angeles, right down the street, and the Giants we dodged
4: a huge bullet with that contract because, as you know, he weren't the Giants almost had a deal with the Marlins, but John Carlos said he was a Dodger fan that he didn't want to get traded to. The so
7: he's what is he? Th- almost thirty-one. He'll turn thirty-one in a couple days. His birthday is coming up here in uh, early November, November eighth. So six days away. Happy birthday, early birthday to John Carlos Stanton. So he's going to be 31, so that'll take him through age 38. He's already getting hurt in his prime. Can you imagine what this is going to be like when Giancarlo is 35, 36 Yeah, I know years what it's going to be
9: like. It's going to be great for him. That's what it's going to yeah. be like. Yeah, exactly. He'll be D8 soon. Yeah.
7: Hey, well, good. He makes a lot of money. And when he does hit the ball, the ball goes a you know, country mile. It's insane when he makes contact. It's, uh, it's moonshots in the air everywhere. Really redonkus, but uh, that's the news that nobody paid attention to because everyone's watching football. uh, And that's how that goes. Let's uh, sneak another call in here. Uh, Let's see here. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let's go to Mark in Minnesota. Hello, Mark. Hey, I am so proud of those Vikings today. My
3: buddy Cousins handed off the ball well.
7: Yeah. Well, that's not that easy. You could trip over your own shoelaces when you hand the ball (laughs) off. That job is not that easy.
8: No, he made a few good passes today, Ed. I'm very proud
7: of Where was that Viking team the first part of the season when they were getting their head smashed in? Where, where, were, yeah, where no was kidding.
8: that
3: team? You know you know what scares me? I kind of wonder. I, I was looking at Favre. Uh, Favre, yeah. <laughs> God. Excuse
9: me.
7: Wow. Yeah, Brent Favre, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, one in the same. Two peas out of the same pot. Favre right? made
9: some news recently.
7: Yeah, he did. I he saw that. He's, out on, he's on the campaign trail. Is that right? He's out campaigning for Trump.
3: Oh, God. Oh. That, yeah, that would Relax. be him. That definitely would be him. No, but, uh, I, you know, I... Spin it, Spin, it today, Spin it no,
8: out! Spin it just... out! Spin it out!
7: What are you trying to say? Spin it out, Mark. Come on. Sum it up in one brilliant sentence. Why in the hell can't they do this every week? Let's... Because they're I mean, a crap team, and that's what crap teams do. Crap teams occasionally have good games, and the rest of the time they suck. The same team okay. that can give up 40 points to Atlanta, compliments of Kirk Cousins' interceptions and mistakes, can give up the, – well, the last time they played the Packers, they gave up 43 points to the Packers in that game, the first the, the open the season. And then they I shut I, him called, him I the, called you then
3: and I told you how bad Cousins was.
7: But here's the problem. See, mm-hmm. now you figure Cousins starts, you know, the, the Vikings start getting going. Cook's back. They're, they start getting some things going. Then they're going to end up, what are they going to end up like? Six, seven wins. Then you end up in the middle and you're, you're stuck in that middle zone, dead man zone. Yeah,
3: that's where they're at. But you yeah. know what? I, I got a feeling they can win a few games yet. <laughs> Well that's what I'm I just said that. Yes.
7: I agree with you. They got the Lions twice. They got the, the they play the Bears. Anybody can beat the Bears. They play them twice. You got the Cowboys. Everyone's beating the Cowboys. The only oh, the, did, the only I two did. games you look at and say like, wow, they're really screwed are when the the Vikings play at the Saints. You figure that probably not going to win that game and they play at Tampa. But outside of that, every one of the other games, you say that's a. There's a. You can make a compelling argument. The Vikings are going to win that game. Compelling argument. They're going to win that game. All right. I got to leave it there, Mark. But thank you. It's not you. It's us. The Insta Advice Line on Screen Radio. If you want to recommend someone that needs our advice in the world of sports, if you want to recommend, I have an idea. But if you want to give someone else out there, throw someone else out there, and maybe we'll use your suggestion instead or maybe you agree with my suggestion. eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. The Insta Advice Line. We'll get to that and we will do it next.
8: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
6: Hi, checking in for
5: You can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anisa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades.
9: If you're a regular listener, you know the Ben Maller Show is unconventional sports talk. We dabble in the outlandish and bond with the freaks and geeks. Facebook's a digital playground for all of us. You can chat with other P1 friends of the show. It's painless, and you can cancel anytime. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
8: Hey, you sports figure guy or girl hell are you talking to son here's some instant advice
4: hold that thought no one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds
8: and if you don't like it screw
4: you and away
7: we go it's the instant advice line on screen radio the safety net is off who needs our advice well many great Suggestions were sent in, and I uh, see some uh, flowing in on my timeline here. Dylan says, the uh, my Titans, Ben, they suck. They need help. And the Titans do need help. But I think the person that needs more help here is Lamar Jackson because Lamar, even though the stats were impressive, the turnovers piling up against better teams, this has been a constant theme for Lamar Jackson. So advice to Lamar Jackson on how not to be a stumble bum against the better teams he plays in the NFL. You're live on the air when you hear my voice at 877-99 on Fox, 877 996 This is the Instant Advice Line. Advice to Lamar Jackson on how not to suck against the better teams. Hello, you are on the air. Caller number Wait. one. Hello. Players who punch other players in the helmet should be get kicked out of the NFL for stupidity. they not wear a helmet! Kick him in the knee! Punch all him right, in the All stomach. right, <laughs> all right, all right. is a supermarket, Steve, with the agenda. Uh, let's go to you. You are next. 877-99 on Fox. Advice to Lamar Jackson on how not to be a turnover machine against the better teams. Hello.
3: Yeah, he's should get better...
7: All right, thank you for that. Uh, we'll move on. Hello, you are next here. Advice to... <laughs> Advice to Lamar Jackson on how to do. What was,
9: what was funny? What are you laughing I, at? I man? don't
7: know. I just thought I don't think he's got a problem in that department. Hello, you're on the air. Go.
9: Oh no! Robert. Oh, he it's lost the... voice. I think he's whispering.
7: creepy yeah. guy. Yeah, he's looking out for you. Now all we need is the where's my baseball guy, and we're good. Hello, you're next on the air. It's the instant advice line to Lamar Jackson. Hello. Pokey pokey pokey! Hey, there's the pokey 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 <coughs> guy, the original. That's old school. That's a reference to "Password," the word game of the stars. When I was giving the clue "pokey," that's slang for prison, and I kept yelling "pokey pokey pokey" just like that. All right, you are next here. It's the instant ice line for Lamar Jackson. Hello, you're on the air. Go. He should talk to
3: Bartenderman.
7: All right, thank you for that. <laughs> Let's check that box. It's like a bingo card when you do the instant advice line. Really, we should make the instant advice line bingo card, and we can just check boxes. Hello, you. You are next on the air. Hello, your advice to Lamar Jackson.
3: Yeah, Ben, I think Lamar needs to calm down and show the grace, confidence, and the excellence of the great Kyler Murray.
7: No, oh, stop, stop. <laughs> I didn't he see Kyler. He was when he
9: said that.
8: He could hear I, it. it I hilarious. know. I didn't see Kyler
7: in the win column this weekend, Eddie. He didn't win this weekend. Hello, you are
3: next. Hello, you're on the air. Go. He should call Lester Hayes and ask him, "Do he got any extra stickle?"
7: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Get some. Hold on to that damn ball. Call Lester Hayes. All right,
9: you are next. How about those getting, Steelers? showing the hood, guy.
7: All right. Well, how, there you go. Uh, advice to Lamar Jackson. To Hello. You're on the air. I hear you breathing. You're on the air. No, you're gone. All right. You got to go quick. We're giving advice to Lamar Jackson again with the turnovers there, derailing the Ravens' opportunity to beat the Steelers. Hello, you're on the air. Go. Hookers the night before solves all your handling problems. All right. So it sounds like you've enjoyed many a hooker in your day. (laughs) Thank you for that. Hello, you're on the air. Go. I hope you paid them. You're on the air. Go. Number one. Okay, thank Never you. For Doesn't work that way. I will right, we'll do one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame. Keep trying, Ryan Bershinger, who's in producing. Go ahead, Ryan. Pick the number. Uh, you are on the air. <laughs> no, you screwed up. You <laughs> the other guy. Take, put the other guy. you on the air. You're... Hello. Oh, it's a disaster. Went to hell. I'm in so a...
4: bad at this.
7: You screwed up. Where's
8: Brian Finlay? Ryan Finley. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Finley. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. Ho-